Hello, welcome to Apple Philosophy Weekly, episode 14, the place for all the latest Apple news and rumors of the week. So before we get this episode started, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, but you can follow us on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Philosophy, Twitter.com slash Philosophy, and also Facebook.com slash Philosophy News. And of course, if you want the latest Apple Tech news, if you want the latest Apple Tech news and rumors, be sure to check out our website at Philosophy.com. So, I'd like to welcome Chris back to the episode. Uh, Chris, thank you thank you for joining today's episode. Yeah, it's good to be back. I know that I've not been on for a couple of weeks, but it's definitely, you know, good to be back in the flow, especially with Apple Philosophy Weekly and, you know, delivering news to all of our readers and fans. So, yeah, let's get into this. Yeah. Um, so, I have a little question for you. How's your vacation? Um, it was really good. I mean, I'm putting together a travel video. I used um, the DJI Osmo, um, which I have reviewed on the Apple Philosophy YouTube channel. So if you want to check that out, you can go to youtube.com slash Philosophy um, and see that. And basically, I've used it and I'm putting it into a kind of travel compilation video. So I think um, it's coming together really well. So I'm, I'm happy with that. And I mean, it was also just a great experience in general, just, you know, in, in America, traveling about the West Coast, so, yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, I'm glad you had a great time. Um, so, the, the first thing, so, to start off in this episode, we're going to be talking about AirPods. So, we're gonna be, so, AirPods 3 to launch before the end of the year, uh, according to Digitimes. So, according to a new report from by Digitimes, Apple will release new AirPods before the end of 2019, and they will have a noise-canceling feature. The third generation AirPods will be assembled by Taiwan's, um, I don't know how to pronounce that, Invitec, and, and China's LuxShare uh, Precision. Um, so a quote from the Digitimes report, Apple is reportedly set to release its third generation's AirPods for sales by the end of 2019, with the new wireless earphones to incorporate a noise-canceling function, and Taiwan's Invitec reportedly will be the major assembler of AirPods 3 which China's LuxShare Precision will also grab part of the orders for the new device, according to industry sources. So, so Mark German from Bloomberg also states that AirPods 3 will have noise cancelling and a new design, but he says they won't be ready for this year. So, uh, Chris, what are your thoughts on the AirPods 3? Um, I mean, I don't really know how to put it, because everything that I said about the AirPods 2, apart from, you know, wireless charging and whatnot, I, everything I said was wrong, pretty much, just because, um, one, it's my opinion, and two, um, I, I don't feel that Apple would, you know, uh, tend to the need of their customers, I think, mm-hmm. um, it was a quote by Henry Ford, um, about giving the, uh, customer, um, something that they'd want rather than something that they're asking for and so everyone's asking for you know matte black airpods or um you know other features that um you know would benefit their lives but apple i think would take the route of um developing a product and then you know kind of stuffing it in other people's faces to get them to like it rather than um you know giving them what they want so that's kind of what i'm thinking for airpods 3 and I 
I'm personally kind of disappointed with AirPods too now that they've come out. Um, but I mean, it's kind of ambiguous at the moment just because um, you know it's a kind of far-sighted leak, um, and you know it's just something that I can't see happening too soon in terms of you know we can predict what it'll look like or anything like that. I think we'll have to wait till um, you know close to the times you know when you know we can get. Um, production logs and stuff like that from these Taiwanese and Chinese companies to, you know, find out what it's actually going to be like. Mm -hmm. So, um, so you said that you're disappointed with the AirPods, you're disappointed with the AirPods too. Um, so in my, honestly, I'm not too disappointed. I kind of had a feeling that a, they're going to release a complete new design or B, they're just going to do a, a, uh, small spec upgrade like they did with like what they actually did so i didn't get honestly i didn't get my two hopes about the airpods 2 um but with the airpods 2 they just offer better battery life uh, and also includes a wireless charging case and the new h1 chip and hands in uh hands-free uh sorry hands-free hey siri but it's i just find it that it's um i just like, I don't own AirPods, so, like, I don't know, like, the, I'm sure it's a very small difference between the AirPods and the AirPods 2, uh, but Chris, you don't own any AirPods, correct? Uh, no, the only kind of headphones I own are the Beats, um, Studio Wireless 3, um, Skyline Edition, those are the only ones that I have, they're wireless. Yeah, I don't Apple. own, yeah, I don't own any AirPods either, but I own the... Uh, Beats X and the BTP. Uh, those headphones have served me well for quite a while now. And, but honestly, if Apple does plan on release of these uh, rumors turn out to be true, uh, moving on in the future with the AirPods 3, I believe, honestly, I think I'll buy them. Because I honestly, I love the continuity of AirPods. My one, my one thing Sorry, my two things I've been waiting for the AirPods is number one, I'm waiting for them to get better audio quality. And number two, I'm waiting for noise canceling because I kind of I like it how it is on my Beats X, and I like that in the AirPods. Um, do, do, do you agree with me or not? I I think it's also to do with the comfort because like, uh, you know, on my vacation, nine hour plane ride. And, you know, I didn't take my headphones off once. They were that comfortable. My head didn't hurt. My ears didn't feel cl uh, clammy or um, cramped in or anything like that. And so I think, you know, that's something to consider because, um, you know, with the regular Apple earbud, you know, like the one that you plug into your phone, I mm -hmm. think, um, or at least with my experiences with them, when you have them in for like more than an hour and a half, they start to ache a bit because, you know, the... Um, they're pushing against the skin in your ear and, you know, it irritates it and stuff like that. Um, so that's one thing. And also the fact that it's blocking um, kind of air getting to the ear and stuff, whereas the overhead earphones are, you know, still allowing air and um, things like that to, you know, go in and out of the ear, making, you know, it kind of not as irritable. Um, for a longer amount of time, if you get what I mean. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, honestly, I tried on the AirPods before, 
and they're honestly like you can barely like they're actually very white like lightweight uh because I, I have a friend who has i have like a few friends that have airpods because everyone at my school owns airpods it's apparently the apparently everyone got them <laughs> during christmas uh I, i'm still satisfied my beats x i'm not gonna go, i'm not gonna go to airpods unless i get like Unless I just want that continuity immediately, but I'm totally fine with my Beats X. And again, if you think about the Beats X, the Beats X share the same technology as the AirPods because of the, uh, the, I believe it has the, what's, do you know what's called, Chris? The chip? I know. Uh, the W1 chip. Right, yeah, the W1 chip. So the AirPods and the Beats X share that W1 chip with that cool uh, pairing and everything like that. Although so, now isn't it the W two chip with the AirPods two? Um, let me look back. I think it's called the H one chip. Oh, H one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's called the H one chip. Uh, it. But the H one chip basically just includes hand, hands free Hey Siri. Uh, but honestly, there's really not much new to it. Yeah. So there's no big changes. Right. And also talk about the AirPods three. So, uh, so there's also another report out about AirPods three. Uh, so, uh, Apple analyst Minchi Ko is out with a new report. Uh, he says that Apple's going to release two new AirPod models between Q4 2019 and Q1 in 2020. Uh, he also said that one of these AirPod models would be almost identical to the current second generation AirPods with only small upgrades. However, the other model will receive an all new design and will also have a higher price. According to Q, the cheaper model will cost the same as current AirPods, although he didn't specif- uh, he didn't specif- he didn't say which ones he is referring to. So it will either cost $159 the current price uh, with the charging case or $199 uh, with the current wireless charging case. Uh, Q also expects 52 million AirPods units to ship in 2019 and 75 million in 2020. Um, I'm pretty sure Apple's dominating the market with those statistics because I'm pretty sure the AirPods are number one in wireless headphones for true for the true wireless headphone market, I believe. Yeah, especially after the Christmas. Right, yeah, dude. I swear, everyone bought AirPods during Christmas, like, all of a sudden, I come back to school in January. I'm like, are those AirPods? Like, I'm like, dang. Like, I swear, everyone has AirPods now at my school. Uh, do you notice? Do you notice any people with AirPods at your school, Chris? Yeah, I mean, uh, loads of people at school have them, and then also I've noticed a lot of um, older people as well using AirPods as well. Yeah, so I'm I'm not talking about you know your typical you know. 20, 30, 40 year old, I'm talking about, you know, people who are like 50, 60, you know, they're, they're going bold and they're wearing AirPods and stuff like <laughs> oh, that. So. I've seen, seen a lot, yeah, I haven't seen older people like that wear AirPods, honestly, but that's kind of cool. Well, I mean, I think um, it's also because they can be kind of doubled up with a hearing aid, I think, they or, or something like that, um, oh, which, yeah, you know, yeah, you I know, believe so. I think you something. have to, that feature only works with the AirPods, like, you, does it, does it work with any other Apple headphones? I believe because I tried it on my Beats X and it's not available. Yeah, so I think that's probably the main reason why they have it because I've seen some people with hearing aids and then they're wearing AirPods as well. So like in in one ear they have the hearing aid, one ear they have the AirPods, and so I think that's. 
probably why they use it. But I mean, hey ho, they're they're still using the AirPods, so it's you know interesting for that um, you know for for um, the AirPods to be used in that way, in my right. opinion. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think that is pretty cool to see older people wearing AirPods. Um. So we're gonna be moving on from the AirPod topic. We're now gonna be talking about iPhone XR. So iPhone XR is still dominating the U.S. smartphone sales, according to CIRP. So, new data from consumer intelligence research partners, CARP, shows that the iPhone XR is still outselling other smartphones in the U.S. for a second quarter in a row. So, um, the iPhone XR is the, also the best-selling smartphone in the United Kingdom. So, also, for other iPhone models, the iPhone XS Max is selling better than the smaller iPhone XS, which is actually kind of surprising because it's more expensive. I'm kind of surprised at selling more. But moving on, the iPhone XR sales that are so good, it, it, it could be a bad thing for Apple because it has the impact on the average sale, selling price of iPhones. Um, but a quote from a report, iPhone XR continues to dominate U.S. iPhone sales, um, so, uh, said CIRP. Um, it remains the best-selling individual model again this quarter. After launch early in December, in, in the December of 2018 quarter, in the United States, the newest iPhone models sold about as well as the newest models a year ago, at about 60% of total sales. Based on these threads, sorry, these trends, we expect an average uh, selling price of around $800, a decrease from the previous quarter. Um, I'm kind of surprised the iPhone XR is still dominating, especially with Apple's aggressive marketing strategy. Um, but Chris, uh... Any thoughts on the iPhone XR? They did say it's the best selling in the United Kingdom. You gotta get, you gotta like that. Yeah, I mean, I do, and I think that you know, although you say it's aggressive marketing, I think it's you know marketing that works because you know the uh, cuts that they made to the 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 prices, um, you know, doing the you know get a three hundred and fifty dollar discount or something like that when you trade in your old phone. Um, I think that really incentivized people to, to um, switch up to the tenor, and I think that it's also very interesting that people are buying the tennis Max, but I think that's just because, you know, they want the biggest, the best, um, you know, the most capable um, smartphone available on the market currently, especially when they can't rely on things like the Galaxy Fold, um, mm-hmm. for instance. So... I mean, that's just my my thoughts on it, but I definitely think that it's, you know, um, because of their aggressive marketing that they've been able to um, push the iPhone XR this far into, um, you know, the market and the fact that they've been able to, um, you know, continue um, selling it the way that they are because, you know, it's a very successful product, um, at least in Apple's. um, I think that's, you know, good on their part because they're learning um adaptively uh by you know giving different offers to different customers in different markets and they're seeing how um they're able to push their product and it's proven effective especially in the uk because you know it's the top selling smartphone in the uk for for this year so you know that that just sums it up pretty much yeah um so the reason i just want to clarify the reason i said aggressive marketing just because They've been marking a little bit more on the iPhone XR than usual. You can especially notice it on Apple.com and Apple retail stores across the world. Uh, but it's just it's just something that 
it's kind of I say aggressive because they've been marketing more. So that's why I kind of define this as an aggressive marketing strategy that Apple is doing. Yeah, I mean, still, uh, you could label it as aggressive marketing because you know it's it's offering you know discounts that haven't been offered before and new um, kind of uh, availability being brought to the product just from them trying out new things that they haven't done before. So, I mean, it's perfectly fine to call it aggressive marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you agree with me on that. Okay, that's cool. I just, I just want to clarify, make sure. Um, so, moving on from the iPhone XR, we're going to be moving to something interesting Apple an- uh, announced a few days ago. But Apple issued a voluntary recall in exchange program for certain AC wall plug adapters and Apple World Travel Adapter Kits. Apple today has issued a volu- sorry, Apple a few days ago has issued a voluntary recall for the AC wall plug adapters designed to use uh, primarily in Hong Kong, Singapore, and the United Kingdom. According to Apple, the issue had to do with its three-pronged wall adapters breaking and may create a risk of electrical shock if touched. Apple says the recall does not affect any Apple USB power adapters. So here's a quote from Apple PR. Apple has determined that in very rare cases, the three-prong AC wall plug adapters designed primarily to use in the United Kingdom, Singapore, and Hong Kong may break and create a risk of electrical shock if exposed metal parts are touched. This wall plug adapter shipped from 20, uh, 2003 to 2010. Uh, with Mac and certain iOS devices, and it was also included in the Apple World Travel Adapter Kit. Customer safety is Apple's top priority, and we have voluntarily decided to exchange uh, effective wall plug adapters with a new adapter free of charge. We encourage customers to exchange their wall plug adapter using the process below. Customers Sorry, compare your adapter to the images below, which is, if you want to see the images, you can visit applelawsuit.com. You have an article with the images, um, just in case if you have this adapter. But the effective uh, three-prong wall adapters are white with no letters in the inside slot where it attaches an Apple power adapter. New adapters are white with a gray uh, on the inside portion that attaches to the power adapter. Um, but any listeners... So, if you're a listener and you and you have one of these and you think you're affected by it, uh, you can visit the Apple support website at support.apple.com. And of, and of course, if you want more information about uh, like about everything, you can visit applelawsuit.com. And yeah, so Chris, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, have you heard any of these issues in the past? Uh, is this something they're doing late in the game? Like, what's up? Um, well, I mean, I read the report, I think it was, they had six confirmed cases of it happening, so, I mean, that's not good, but I can understand that they're issuing a recall because, you know, there's risk to maybe some customers, but I think marginally everyone will be safe, um, just because, um, you know, Apple really took off, um, you know, kind of after 2010, so... So having, you know, the recall, um, you know, is good on their part, but I don't think many people would be phoning up Apple to, you know, replace the um, charger bricks just because, you know, um, you know, people, especially like me, where I have, you know, kind of or virtually every single Apple product, um, 
you know, in in their lineup. So, um, you know, I have a Mac, I have an iPad, I have an iPhone, I have an Apple Watch, etc. Um, you get a brick with one of those. So, um, you know, I just use one of those and they're all fine. They're not the ones that are affected. So, mm-hmm. I don't think there should be too many people that would have a charging brick from 2003. Just be... Or, 2003 to 2010 just because um you know people are always changing their chargers and um their accessories so i definitely think that you know while it's good of them it's still you know not entirely necessary in terms of offering it because um they can just probably handle it on um an individual level rather than having to issue a uh, a recall to you know all of their customers right but I mean, I'm not affected, and I've got, um, you know, several three-prong adapters, and I have the travel kit as well, and the um, travel kit doesn't match the uh, ones in the uh, in the image on com. so, I mean, uh, I figured that I, I'm safe, so I have no worries about it at all. Good. Yeah, this doesn't really affect me either, because I don't even own the world travel adapter kit, and I live... In the United States, and I'm not really affected by it. It's mostly international, pe- like people, countries internationally, and the World Travel Adapter Kit. Uh, I checked a few days ago, and I think the World Travel Adapter Kit sold out on Apple.com. I think I, they either pulled it or they sold out, so it's kind of interesting. I think they probably pulled it just for safety reasons. Right. I wonder if they like release like a new design one because this one like if you look on the box it still has that like old font and everything it's not even in San Francisco it's like it's not even in that font like I wonder if they're going to update it or anything like that. that oh, is it still is it still like the um what is it Helvetica or something like that the typeface uh, I can't remember. I don't think it's called that. It's a different. Oh, I forgot what it was. I used to, I I used to know and have it on my computer, but since I got my MacBook Air, I don't have it anymore. So I don't. I forgot. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called either. Yeah. Oh, but, Ari- no, it's not Ariel, is it? No, I don't no. think so. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast, uh, <laughs> let us know what font this is. We desperately need to know. <laughs> um, okay, so again, if you're affected by this issue, you can visit the Apple Support website for additional information, or you can visit com. Okay, so we're moving on stories now. So we got another report from Min Chi Ku. Um, so Min Chi Ku uh, today predicted that Apple would begin mass production of two new iPad Pros in the fourth quarter of this year. The new device will reduce signal loss and improve wireless communications through internal component updates. In addition, he expects the 5G version of the iPad Pro will arrive in 2021 as earliest bring in an innovative experience. The two new iPad Pros are said to be in volume production between the fourth quarter of 2019 and to be released in the first quarter of 2020. And for the first time to come with a high price LCP boards. So additionally, uh, Cube believes that the two new iPad Pros will have the same internal dimensions as the current 11-inch and 12.9-inch iPad Pro models. The biggest change will be focused on the antenna as the device will adopt the LCP liquid, uh, uh, sorry I can't pronounce that, crystal poly, polymer softboard to connect the antenna 
to the motherboard as a way of diminishing signal failures and improve overall wireless experience. So finally, Q also made a comment about the upcoming 5G iPad Pro model. He believes that the iPad Pro uh, will launch after 2021 and will be featured with a 5G chip uh, and an LCP softboard, which could lead to significant improvement in the networking performance portion, which will further provide an innovative experience. So starting with the iPhone 10, Apple begins to use the LCP antenna because it can reduce the space occupation while enhancing the performance of the antenna. So new, so we're already getting iPad rumors. Okay, that's kind of exciting now. They're not really rumors, but they're more like predictions from uh, Minchi Kyo. Uh, but Chris, uh, what do you expect for the iPad Pros? Do you think uh, what Minchi Kyo said was fairly accurate? You think they're going to do this? Um, so I can agree with him on this one a little bit more than his last prediction, just because it's more recent and um, to the fact that as well um, that, you know, it follows the, the Apple trend rather than, you know, it being out of trend or even, you know, a couple years ahead. So I definitely think that, you know, there is some um, validity to this argument and that, you know, Apple will most likely produce a new iPad model. Um, you know, by the end of the year. Um, I don't know about, you know, the specific internals and stuff like that, just because, you know, I don't really focus on that. I just, you know, focus on, you know, the, the product itself rather than the internals. So um, I, I'm going to have to, you know, trust him on that one. But I definitely think the, they'll try and, you know, make a new iPad uh, for, you know, whatever line they do, whether it's the iPad Pro, iPad Mini, uh, or just, you know, another iPad model where it's like a budget line version for a school student or um, something like that. So, um, yeah, that's just something to um, take into account. But that's, you know, my opinion is that I can trust him on this one more just because it's, you know, close to the time and it follows the Apple product uh, lineup. Right. And it seems seems honestly it seems kind of realistic what Apple do. Sometimes you get these rumors, and you're all you're all like, "Is this is this real?" Like it seems pretty realistic. And Minchi Ku is pretty reliable. Um, he's pretty good at predicting. And yeah, I think I think we can see this coming in Q1 2020 or around 2021. Honestly, I can see this coming for like I can see Apple doing this. Um, so, uh, moving, so we're done with iPad news, we're now going to move on to more Apple Watch news. So, Apple Refurbished Store has started selling the Apple Watch Series 4. Apple has begun selling select versions and models of the Apple Watch Series 4 in the Refurbished Store. As of today, this is the, um, so as of today, so like, they actually introduced this a few days ago, but it's available now. Um, but this is the first time the company has done this for the Series 4. The Apple Watch Series 4 can be found in 40mm and 44mm sizes, with a savings up to $110. However, most of the Apple Watch Series 4 models found to have a discount of $60 off, and a couple of them being $80 to $90 off the regular price. These can only be found through Apple's refurbished store on apple.com, and they also include both the cellular plus a uh, 
uh, GPS and non-cellular models too. There are also some Apple Watch Nike Plus models in there as well. The Apple Watch Series 4, along with every other type of refurbished Apple Watch that Apple sells, can be purchased through their refurbished store website. For, so for those who are looking to find the refurbished models in stores and possibly for a better, better discount price, we recommend going to Best Buy for that. And if, if you want to use our affiliate link, uh, you can. We also post Appleosophy deals on Appleosophy.com, so you can. Uh, um, a way to support Appleosophy is if you want to buy one of these, be sure to look out for our best buy deals on Appleosophy.com, and click on the link, and that'll give us money to support Appleosophy. But if you decide to order one, you'll get a typical one-year manufacturer warranty with a 14-day return policy, and you'll also still get the option to purchase AppleCare on it, on it too. Uh, if you're the person that is tough on their Apple Watch or Apple products in general, uh, we recommend to get Apple Care for it. So, um, there's really not much to say about this, Chris, but any thoughts? Uh, no, not really, apart from, uh, um, you know, possibly blood or whatever on the watch. And, you know, I, I'm, you know, clean, so I, I wouldn't want that, you know, someone else's, um, you know, um, bodily excrements you know on well they probably clean them my watch oh, so if they replace the batteries and all that stuff i'm pretty sure they clean them i'm sure it's a policy they have i mean they, they they probably do in fact they probably have to um but i still you know wouldn't trust them just because you know I just like my stuff new because then i can say you know it's exclusive to me rather than saying you know it's second hand third hand or, right. or maybe fourth. Yeah, yeah, true as well because you get the the brand new everything rather than just you know a brand new battery. Um, in, in fact, do they replace anything else on the watch when they when it goes on refurbished, or is it just the battery that they replace? Uh, I'm not honestly too sure, but they say they definitely replace the battery. I'm sure they replace some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but there's not much to say about that, so we'll be moving on now. So moving on, next we're going to get some small news. Um, so this is interesting. So this is, so no one has reported this yet except for us. We'll probably have, we'll probably see some people reporting it tomorrow. Um, but FedEx is now accepting Apple Pay. So according to an Apple Pay subreddit, uh, it, it would appear that though FedEx has begun to accept Apple Pay as a payment method in their stores and shipping centers. So the Reddit user tytygh1010 has found that Apple Pay has started accepting this form of payment store-wide. Uh, these are current signs in FedEx store, so, sorry, there are current signs in FedEx stores that say that they're accepting mobile payment options such as Apple Pay, Google Pay, and Samsung Pay. But honestly, who cares about Google Pay and Samsung Pay? This is Appleosophy Weekly. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> one other thing that I've noticed that, um, so in the same uh, card readers that best, that the, so sorry, uh, it's so you um if you go to appleosophy.com there's a photo of we posted of uh FedEx accepting Apple Pay. Uh, one thing that our writer knows that he, uh David Becker he noticed that uh they have the same card readers for, that Best Buy stores have and also Dollar General. So that's a great observation. Um, so uh. Our writer David Becker tested it out, and he confirmed with us that Apple Pay is not working in any 
in any of FedEx iOS apps right now. However, it would not be a surprise if it is accepted in their apps in the near future. It looks as though Apple Pay is only accepted in FedEx stores at the time. And uh, yesterday, uh, we contacted FedEx for a comment. Um, they'll, they'll probably respond to us tomorrow. We can't. We can't. On. We can't really say yet. Uh, but we're waiting for a comment, and we'll update the story if we receive any comment from them. So also on last week on Monday, we reported that J.C. removed Apple Pay, and TechCrunch reported that uh, it had to do with some payment issue software expiring or something like that I, I don't fully understand it um i'm sure people in the payment business understand it uh but i just wanted to point out that fedex is now accepting apple pay uh chris any thoughts um no not really and i mean just adding on to what you were saying about jc penny um i think it was something to do with the digital contract they had or something like that and it it, it, it um yeah, so not really. I mean, uh, just talking about JCPenney, the reason that they uh, had Apple Pay removed was probably more to do with, I think, a license or an, an agreement expiring rather than um, for, you know, not not accepting Apple Pay. So, yeah, I think that's just kind of annoying. But it's good that FedEx is now accepting it because, you know, I mean, Apple Pay is, you know, really convenient. I never take my card out. I just double tap the side of my phone and tap it on. So, it's very convenient. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so, yeah, nothing much to say about that. Just to let you guys know if you ship a lot of stuff. Um, but we're moving on to our last story for today's episode. Uh, this one's another small story. We saved the small stories for last. Um, but Viacom channels to launch on Fubo TV on April 30th. So FuboTV and Viacom announced on Wednesday that Viacom channels will be launching on their live TV uh, streaming platform on April 30th, according to what both companies told Appleosophy. Uh, so BET, CMT, Comedy Central, MTV, Nickelodeon, Nick, uh, Nick Jr., Paramount Network, TV Land, and VH1 will launch this uh, Tuesday, April 30th, as part of Fubo's uh, uh, base Fubo package of 85-plus uh, channels. So the, um, the Fubo is available on the iPhone, iPod Touch, iPad, Apple TV, and Mac. Um, you can subscribe to the service on iTunes as well. And if you like more information of the press release from February announcing Fubo TV's Viacom uh, partnership, uh, it can be found on Viacom's website. And if you'd like to read more on this report, you can visit AppleOSV.com. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on this? Uh, no, I don't really have any thoughts on it. it. It's, you know, something that I, I'm not actively really have an opinion about, you know, Fubo TV and, um, you know, other streaming services just because I don't really watch TV. I'm, you know, working or playing games. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for today's episode. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Um, so if you're new to the podcast, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can even subscribe to us on Amazon Echo. Um, but, uh, be sure to tell your friends, family, your co-workers, your enemy, just get the word out. Um, if you haven't yet, you can, uh, visit AppleLossie.com for more Apple news and rumors. And, of course, check out our social media pages. Visit Apple, visit our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, okay? Um, we post news there. 
uh, we post news there all, most most of the time. So be sure to check out our social media pl- platforms also. Uh, Chris, thank you for joining today's episode. Uh, yeah, no problem. I mean, it's my pleasure. And, you know, 15th episode next week. Yeah, next week. So, yeah. you know, that'll be really good. Right, yes. I agree with you, Chris. You know, that's the most we've done. So, milestone. Yeah, let's go. Um, but again, yeah, that's good. Guys, again, guys, thank you guys for listening. And have an awesome week. Bye-bye.